free your soul up a bit. This is the Perfectly Imperfect Podcast with Regina and Christine, where we share our stories as women openly and honestly. We believe it's through our journeys, our happy and sad times that connect us as sisters, because we're all perfectly imperfect. Hey guys, and welcome back to Perfectly Imperfect. I'm Regina. And I am Christine. Oh man, guys, there's a lot going on in the world right now. This week, Christine and I are actually recording. This is like the closest that we've done to like, quote unquote, a live podcast, which means we're recording this the night before it's being released just because of everything that's going on in the world right now with the coronavirus. We just really wanted to do an episode just to kind of I don't know, maybe alleviate some of our stress, hopefully alleviate some of your stress. I know that there's a lot of information going around. It's chaotic. It feels apocalyptic. There's a lot of anxiety. And so, yeah, we just really wanted to do this like... (laughs) what do we call it? Like a like a special broadcast episode yeah. of Perfectly Imperfect to just kind of discuss our thoughts and hopefully, you know, calm some nerves around. Yeah. I mean, like Regina and I offline have been just talking about this. I'm sure like you guys have with everyone around you. It's just, of course, the thing, right? So this is something that we're like, you know, if we feel this way, then I'm sure so many other people out there are, you know, finding your own ways to, to deal, to stay calm, to figure out next steps and like how do you even have those conversations and like even before this call Regina was like oh I need to talk to my parents about planning in case one of us gets the virus and stuff and that's exactly the stuff that I was talking about it with Jack there's just a lot of things Mm -hmm. so we just wanted to check in with you guys to see how you guys are as well as just kind of talk about the feelings, the thoughts around not only the coronavirus, but I guess like there's been a lot of racism around it too. There's been very heightened emotions and feelings and some people are panicking. Other people are not taking it as seriously. So where is that fine line and how do we deal with it with as healthy of a mental state as we can, especially as some of us are quarantined, Mm -hmm. you know, and more cities are having like lockdown and small businesses are closing and people are working from home. Oh my gosh, I just, the list can go on, right? The list is going on and it's, it's really overwhelming to be honest. Like sometimes I just want to put down my phone and step away from it. But since my mom has also been working from home, like all, you know, (sighs) get started on something and she'll be like, oh my God, WeChat, you know, this news article just came out. She actually just sent me a Trevor Noah video on WeChat. And I was, it was like her meeting her, you know, son-in-law. Yeah. But anyway. The joke, not the joke. (laughs) The reality is I'm always like, no, Trevor Noah, you that's that's your man that's your yeah man. no <laughs> to Regina but, yeah yeah but I think that it's just it's really hard to escape it right now you know every time you feel like oh I've had too much I'm overwhelmed I'm anxious by all this news and I think that the other thing too is like going to the grocery store and seeing that everything is empty oh, like man. that feeling of like oh my god do I need to be you know stocking up and you know what are the steps that I need to do to keep myself protected and And I think that when it comes to that, you know, obviously, Christine and I are not healthcare professionals. So the best advice we can give is self-quarantine, you know, stay away from large groups of people, wash your hands, stay healthy, take vitamins if you can. That's kind of the best advice that we can give. 
it's funny because like Christine and I both work from home. And I think that for me, because I'm extroverted, I can do working from home for like a few days before I go insane. (laughs) Then I'm like, I need to go to a cafe. I need to, you know, get out. But right now is not the time for that. So I feel like for me, it's been a lot about like picking up hobbies (laughs) talking to friends over FaceTime and like texting them reaching out more often like I think that in this kind of state of isolation it's really easy to be really recluse right and not reach out yeah I totally agree about minimizing the intake of information because there's just so much there's just something new every single day I literally wake up and I'm like okay what <laughs> what else what else is happening yeah. you know, who else has it or yeah which fan favorite celebrity neck has it next oh man yeah i <laughs> unlike regina i'm fine staying at home <laughs> regina's like oh it's just another day for you i'm like yeah actually if anything <laughs> i'm like the type of person where like literally before all this i'm always like okay yeah we'll hang out with people right and then the day of or the hour before i'm always like why did i say i'll go out because i don't want to get ready i don't want to go out and now with the coronavirus everything was like being canceled last minute so i was like oh this is it's like an excuse to stay in right yeah i was in the new year i've been trying to be more like social and like going out on more dates and stuff like that and then my friends last week were like oh maybe you should like cut back on the dates i was like no problem (laughs) (laughs) i'm done i'm done meeting new people for a while oh man yeah but i can understand how like you know for you or for a lot of people out there like they're like oh my god what am i gonna do for like at least two weeks but to be Mm -hmm. real let's be real here this is not a natural disaster where you're not having running water i'm gonna knock on wood okay you have no running water you don't have electricity like we're connected to the internet you're connected to the world on your phone you can literally see what your friend is doing if they're posting you know you can Mm -hmm. watch netflix uh if you're working from home like i know that might be harder for some people because of the distractions and also some people have kids um and are working from home other people are not so lucky and they cannot work from home and risk going out exposing themselves every single time they do that you know and even though Mm -hmm. yes there's that kind of sentiment some people have where it's like well we're young we're okay like if we catch it we can fight it off and I thought that too but now understanding and getting more information it really is about switching from the me mentality to the us mentality the we right because then yes hopefully we can all fight it off but the people that can't who are not so lucky who are older who have respiratory issues who have preconditioned issues you risk contaminating them yeah and then they get it and that's why we won't get too much into all of the science or all of the research about it but you know the whole flattening the curve so we're not getting to a point like italy where the hospitals and everything is overrun by people because everyone got it at the same time and didn't take it seriously and now literally doctors have to choose who gets to live or die based off of Mm -hmm. like you know oh she's a mom of three young children versus oh he may be a little bit older and has cancer so you know like how awful is that i I, like Mm -hmm. that is 
ah, like so much of this is like, I literally feel like I'm going to wake up from a dream and be like, oh my God, Regina, I had like the craziest dream, right? It's like, you know, that office episode where, where Dwight is like, we need another plague. And we like (laughs) joked about it. Now it's actually happening. And there's a meme too, that was like, oh, our grandparents were called to war. You're being called to just sit on your couch and Netflix. (laughs) Like, honestly, like the memes are what's like keeping me going (laughs) at this point. But at this point, it's really the most socially responsible thing we can do. Like, yeah, I was just talking to Christine and telling her about how worried I am. You know, I've been living at home. My parents are here. My aunt is here. My grandma is here. They are all over the age of 60, majority over the age of 65. If they were to get coronavirus and, you know, the hospitals do get overrun, like they don't get priority treatment. And that terrifies me, you know? And so kind of just taking that social responsibility and doing as much as we can as young, healthy individuals, I think is really all we can ask of ourselves and our friends. And, you know, if you do have friends who are thinking about traveling or doing anything or, you know, still going out, just, you know, have a talk with them and be and voice your concerns. I think at the end of the day, they're adults and they will do whatever they want. But I think that it's at this point in time, it's good to just talk and try to hash things out. Yeah. And I also think that if you know you want more information or you're just kind of like ah I don't really get it like that's totally fine you know and you can reach out to us you can google information out there and really if you really want to understand because that's what we had to do and to be honest it was a day-to-day situation right because yeah as things got shut down events got closed gatherings of more than 50 people you know and restaurants getting closed oh, like it started to get more and more serious san francisco now going into lockdown starting midnight today my cousin in paris they mandated a five-week lockdown and they gave them 48 hours to leave the city like this is no laughing matter i think at first you know we were all laughing at our moms collecting the face masks and freaking out about hand sanitizer and toilet paper but now we've gotten to the point where it's just it's really no laughing matter and we just need to be as socially responsible as we can yeah and then we also want to balance this out where yes let's take it seriously but don't panic Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) i think that's the part where i literally felt myself like that is so that is also contagious as it is yeah because when we found out on friday that they were gonna close down stuff that's when Regina and then like everyone's like, oh, are you stocking up? You know, maybe get some food and all of that. So we went to H Mart. Not that people were panicking, but you saw the stuff like meat was gone. Yeah. A lot of the rice was gone. A lot of the frozen food was gone. And then, mm-hmm. then it started to be like, wait, Jack, are we getting enough? Jack, should we get that? Oh my God. You know, do we need this? And then you start like putting all these things in your cart and you're like, oh my God. That you don't <laughs> need <laughs> I don't know, like, like, when am I ever really going to, like, I started stocking up on spam. My mom was like, oh my god, if they run out of fresh meat, we need canned meats. Yeah. And my mom was like, I don't even like eating canned meats. I like spam. I like spam. But, I like, she spam. was like, I don't even, she was like, I don't even like spam, but we should get it just in case. Let me just say we have, like, four or five bags of frozen dumplings. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I asked Christine. I was like, did you guys stock up on food? She's like, oh, we have plenty of ramen and frozen dumplings. (laughs) (laughs) Because it's like, honestly, I I don't know if I'm sorry to say this, but I'm like 35 years old. And I'm like, 
how what should I stock up on during times like this? I I know like non-perishables, but then do yeah. I really want a bunch of like canned beans and canned corn and all <laughs> of that? Like I, I you know, so I understand how panicking starts, especially when new information keeps coming out on like rumors like oh my god they're gonna shut down the city then you can't go out mm-hmm. all the people who did panic and bought like do you see photos of people at costco buying two carts yes. full of water and toilet yes. paper it's insane it's absolutely insane i think it was like saturday morning they were in the alhambra costco people were waiting 10 minutes before the store even opened and the line was literally through the parking lot around the block those panic situations like we understand the need to stop up but gathering that many people at a costco waiting outside that's also not a very socially responsible thing to do so again like it's it's about balance right like how much you guys are stocking up for it the information that you are consuming i mean there's honestly news about it every i feel like 10 to 15 minutes i feel like every 10 15 minutes whenever i refresh my feed it's like it's actually overwhelming now i also feel like i'm taking it so seriously that it's affecting my ability to think and sleep and function like i have not been productive all weekend and including most of today because i've just been like how should we prepare are my friends okay like what you know my dad works at a hospital what is the situation going on there they're starting to set up testing tents and it's like how do we find the balance of like overconsumption maintaining that safety safety for ourselves physically and mentally right that's the thing right now right where if we're going to be talking about the coronavirus and even beyond that like what is the coronavirus highlighting in our society in our world right now yes and in itself being a really scary virus at this mm-hmm. time it's also beyond the virus itself because you see all the stuff that I feel like as a society, we have really just ignored and mm-hmm. found other things to distract us from the obvious like racism that already existed. The me, 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 I got to grind. Let me do it for the gram. Yeah. You know, let me try to get approval and validation that way. All, actually, all the stuff that we talked about in previous episodes, right? That's all the stuff that we inundate our thoughts on on a daily, if not minute to minute basis. Mm-hmm. The overthinking, the over worrying. And then we forget the very fundamental basics that we should be focusing on which you know when we're talking about non-coronavirus time right and regular Mm -hmm. everyday life you know we're talking about oh yeah journaling or people talk about meditation or being present these are the things and now we're almost forced to Mm -hmm. in the sense of you can either consume yourself and have anxiety all of this is anxiety inducing for people that don't even suffer from anxiety it's valid or you're forced now to think about simpler times Mm -hmm. the simpler times of being able just to go out with friends and make a plan to go out and not have to worry about that can't happen because we have more than x amount of people you know or the restaurants are closed down or i can go to my favorite milk tea place and not have to worry if they're going to go out of business Mm -hmm. just very simple things like that like now it's even like uh can we can can we do that are we allowed to do that you know and it really has made me think about all the things that 
I have totally never really even thought about and just really honestly have taken for granted. Oh, for sure. It's brought light to a lot of things. I'm glad that people are improving their hygiene because <laughs> it is appalling the fact that there's so much like hand soap that is only being sold out now and hand sanitizer. Like, were people not washing their hands before? I know Asians were, but <laughs> I completely agree with you. I think that our society always has blanketed our racism or they've always just kind of put it to the side like it's always there but you know it wasn't socially acceptable and now with our current president he's bringing a lot of light to subjects that we've avoided it's affected a lot of minorities like latin americans with the mexican border uh, african americans with now asian americans to this just this afternoon Trump called the virus the Chinese virus. And it's times like these when you look at the comments on that thread and it's horrifying. The amount of people that are like, yeah, this is the Chinese virus. Like they need to take responsibility. They need to take accountability. They're the ones who caused all of this. Even in Pasadena, locally to both of us, there was a Mulan poster where somebody had graffitied like a face mask over her, wrote the word toxic, and they spray painted the word instead of Mulan to say made in Wuhan. Mm -hmm. But also there's been like actual violent attacks on Asians yeah. all over America. There was a father and son that got slashed. Korean girl that got punched in New York. Yes, it's just... The racism has always existed. This is just an excuse for it to come out in this way. Mm -hmm. And it's not like, oh, because of coronavirus, suddenly, you know, people are racist to Asians or racist mm -hmm. all around. I saw a tweet where it was like, you know, let's remember this, the state of panic over toilet paper and the desperation that people are going through in desperate times. The next time we think of refugees, yeah, at what lengths people will go to just survive, yeah, you know, but here we are, it was all about closing borders, not offering help to people who need it. Even now where it's me, 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 I need to get this, I need to hoard this, it's for myself, all the stuff to survive, mm -hmm. changing that to a we, or even just like, wait, I'm fine. I can survive this and trying to shift that mentality to like, well, other people can't and your actions can directly or indirectly kill them. Yeah. So it's a change in mentality where it's, it's just highlighting things that we were always operating on those levels or a lot of us were and maybe not to that degree. Like we're going to go out and point to like a white person or another Asian person and shout like racist remarks. However, it doesn't mean that it's not there. That's the thing, mm -hmm. you know, that's what mm -hmm. desperate times really highlight the worst in ourselves or it can highlight the best. Yeah. You know, and I think the best really comes from slowing down and really understanding or trying to think about what is this thing, this experience, the circumstance as dire as it is or as crappy as it is, what is it trying to tell me or tell us or how can we be better as human beings? And because mm -hmm. times are so insane right now, there's actually the smallest gesture, the simplest gestures can mean the most to someone. Yeah, I think that while we were watching the news today, I was so glad that they included this segment where they went around to show all the good that was going on, mm -hmm. how there were these restaurants that closed their dine-in sections, but they kept their kitchens open to provide food for the kids who are now essentially displaced, right? Mm -hmm. Who don't have school to go to. They don't have, uh, they're in that lower income bracket and they don't have the funds to pay for lunch or dinner. And this restaurant was giving out free meals 
schools and, you know, all these people who are going out and volunteering their time to donate coffee and baked goods to senior homes and all this good that is happening is always somehow like kind of diminished and like overpowered by, oh, the city's locked down now, this many deaths now, you know, this many new cases. Trump. And <laughs> Trump, just with his like large, large mouth. I mean, I even started following this account called good news underscore movement because it shows you all of the good that's going on mm. in the world right now. Mm-hmm. So they were showing, you know, Italians at home singing and having their own dance parties and while they're on lockdown. Yeah, while they're on lockdown. And there is this like fitness instructor who like went on a roof and he was like, hey, you guys are quarantined, but we all need to get a good workout. So he's like leading all these people in the balconies. And and that put such a big smile on my face because Mr. Rogers like quotes it the best where he says, you know, when I was a boy, I would see scary things in the news. And my mother would say to me, look for the helpers. You will always find people who are helping. Mm -hmm. And I think that this is really an opportunity for us to be to one another and to really help where we can obviously you know protect and make sure that you're well protected mentally and physically but i think that you know in these times of need like reach out to a friend you know if you see someone who's struggling or anything like i think that this is the time when we really need to be kind to each other and we don't need to be calling each other nasty and gross and you know make these other racist comments like this is a time to reach out we're all in this together it doesn't matter what race what what age whatever you are, like you are vulnerable to this virus. So why is it that we have this like, you know, one against one kind of mentality when it's a group effort for us to improve the situation and, you know, keep the world moving forward? Yeah, it really is. All of this has made me just like really think, (laughs) really think even more than I have thought before about (laughs) what have been the quick fixes in my life, in our lives that we had put so much time and energy behind. And that has, you know, really defined our lives and our actions. And how can we take this time or how can I take this time to learn and be better and show up better not only you know for myself in different ways because you know the ways that we put ourselves down or the ways that we are so self-critical or we just consume our minds with things that honestly at the end of the day is it really really at the end of the day that important in this type of situation when you think about it because you know you hear about all the people that are on their deathbeds and the things that they would have said to themselves or would have lived life differently well this is kind of an opportune moment for us to experience that in a way where we have to face our mortality Mm -hmm. or we have to face the mortality of people that we love who are older and could be compromised so i think those are the things that make you stop and think and hopefully that if even that is something that can help in a small sense calm your mind mm-hmm. and not to get caught up in the panic mode or all the craziness that's happening. Like Regina said, don't be afraid to ask for support if you need it. These are all, I feel like these are all things that ugh, 2020 has been a crazy year so far. It's only March. <laughs> I feel like we should end it early. <laughs> just call it. It's just. <laughs> Moving let's on. Let's call it. 2021. Well, let's move on to 2021. I'm ready for you. Reset. Reset again. But I do feel like the little time that has elapsed for 2020, it's mm-hmm. really been almost like a reset button for humanity to really think yeah. and give us a chance to be like, is this how you want to live the rest of your life? 
Mm-hmm. Is this how you want to keep going? This is such. This is hopefully the only time we will ever have to experience this in our lives.、Mm. Again, I think that it's very easy to get overwhelmed, and obviously, when you have friends that you're trying to keep informed, and they're trying to keep you informed, like it is a lot of information overload. I also think that if you are feeling overwhelmed, like you know, take a break. We can't really go into like public spaces that much, but if you have like a window, open it, or if you have a yard, or I mean, you can you can you can go outside for a walk. You can go outside you know? for a walk, exactly. Just stay six feet away from other people, <laughs> exactly. Which is how like Christine likes to live her life, anyways. No, I'm、um, from the window. I judge people from the window. Yeah, <laughs> which is exactly what Coco does to her、yeah. dog. <laughs> like I'll be coming over to their apartment and I'll like look up at the window, and Coco's just staring at me. <laughs> yeah, but I think that it's really important to yeah exactly like what Christine says like kind of it is a reset to our mortality and that we're not as invincible as we think.、Um, my mom keeps saying like, isn't it so crazy like what we humans are capable of? But also like that a virus like this could literally just take us out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's our lives are very precious and very fragile, and I think that we are. Reminded of this constantly, especially in a pandemic like this. So it's totally understandable if you need a moment to meditate, to journal, to go for a walk, take a deep breath. Like I think that those are all things that we need to do for ourselves, especially right now when we're trying to, you know, practice social distancing and we're spending less and less time with other people. Yeah, no, I totally agree. You know, the whole point of this, yes, it's. A virus that doesn't have a vaccine right now, and people are legitimately dying from it. Yes, there have been bigger pandemics and bigger viruses that have taken out more people. It's not really about the virus, at least from my point of view right now, about what we're trying to say. It's about what it means, and that also going off of what Regina just said, that everything that we had thought was a have to. You can see in like literally less than a week, even in just a matter of days, how quickly all of that shit goes out the window.、Mm-hmm. Like you need to be at the office at this time, or you're fired. I understand there are things that we need to operate to stay in operation in regular society. everyday society, right? But、yeah. it's also understanding that all of that is just a social construct. Time, having to do this, you have to do this in order to succeed. All of that just makes you think. All of that goes out the window in like a day if like stuff like this happens. Yeah, and I feel like this has also been like a really good moment to kind of take a step back and wonder, like, you know, what is the point of what I'm trying to do? Like, what is my purpose? What am I trying to do? What do I, you know, feel like I need to spend my time? Like, what will bring me joy in this life? And. In a situation like this, when our health is at like such a great risk, it really does bring you back to the basics of like you know who are the people that you're reaching out to during this time to make sure that they're okay, and who are the people who are reaching out to you to check in, right?、Mm-hmm. And you know it makes you really reflect, like oh wow, exactly like what you were going off about with you know work and that grind. When the stock markets are crashing, and when everyone is literally like grabbing the last eggs and meats at the grocery store, like what are those last things that really matter to you? Toilet paper. Toilet paper. <laughs> Who cares about the eggs? You gotta get the toilet paper. <laughs> oh man. 
we laugh but it's real it is <laughs> real like i'm actually very concerned like if we actually run out of toilet paper it's no jack jack literally was like you need to start rationing <laughs> just in case because i will tell you i don't know if this is tmi but girls use a lot of toilet paper I love toilet paper. <laughs> yeah, because we just have a lot more maintenance down there. Yeah. And in times like this, you're like, literally, I'm like, do I have to count the plies? Like, do I have to count each sheet? <laughs> I saw like a bunch of memes where they're like counting, like, I'll trade you two ply. Yeah. Like, if it's two, I'll give you, just give me one. If it's two ply, like, I'll split it up. <laughs> I saw there was like a restaurant, in, was it an SF or something, that they're like, if you order from their restaurant like takeout it comes with a free roll of toilet paper really oh my gosh the world we live in the memes honestly like (laughs) that have come from this it's like both sad and hilarious and terrifying at the same time like if all those three of those emotions could go into one that's exactly how i feel about all of them yes i like have not laughed this much yeah (laughs) from all the memes and like i feel bad but i also enjoy it so much yeah I mean, I think that, you know, at the end of the day, Christine and I just wanted to kind of record this episode to let you guys know that we're going through it too. It's overwhelming. It's anxiety inducing. It's, you know, overconsumption of information. It can, it's a very overwhelming time. It really, really, I don't know how else to describe it other than like apocalyptic. And so, yeah. But, but, but I do want to say that there is hope. There, that's the thing. There is hope because when you look at China, they're reopening their factories mm-hmm. it's slowly. Like their last coronavirus hospital shut down because there's no longer any new cases that need them to stay open. Japan, South Korea, there's more and more people recovering. So to me, there's a light at the end yeah. of the tunnel. Like people said, things are going to get worse before they get better. And I think this is the time why we're practicing all of this like self-quarantine and stuff. So it doesn't have to get to mm-hmm, like that mm-hmm. degree. And honestly, when you think about it, yeah, staying at home, if you have the luxury of staying at home, yeah. like when you think of it as a luxury, because some people are just like, man, I have to stay at home, what do they do? But then some people actually have to go out because they cannot not mm-hmm. go to work and then risk getting infected because there's not enough masks there's not enough hand mm-hmm. sanitizer etc right so thinking about it that way all of this is really really more than manageable just got to be considerate just think outside of yourself and i would say yeah don't get overwhelmed with information but find that balance to still stay yeah. informed and check mm-hmm. your sources because there's like regina said there's a lot of stuff flying around that's totally not true and i was like this is the one time that I will agree with Trump, where there actually is a lot of fake, fake news, news circulating around and, you know, take it with a grain of salt. Like if you hear anything drastic, like we will be on lockdown until Thanksgiving, it's good to do your research. You know, what are the precautionary things that you can do outside of, you know, sanitizing everything and staying indoors and things like that? Like, I think it's good to be informed, but it's overwhelming to be over-informed. Yeah. And if anything, you know, something that and you don't have to be Asian to join, but like subtle Asian traits yeah. <laughs> has really been awesome in like people reaching out in there saying like, oh, you know, I don't live in the city that my parents are living in and they're elderly and they don't have the supply. Does anybody mm-hmm. have that? And then people from everywhere will be like tagging their friend that's a cousin or whatever and being like, hey, don't you live there? Maybe. And then people will be dropping off supplies for each other. It's like the community can really come together or has been yeah if you need help or research if you're away from family or maybe you're with family and you just want mental support people are on there go go join subtle asian trace there's also subtle asian mental health mm. i love 
I'm a lurker. I haven't said anything, but it's just like people that I'm, you know, stuff that I talk to my clients about too. They're on, they're talking about it. And I also just joined a Facebook group called Wholesome Memes for kind-hearted people. Oh yeah, you invited me. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. It's just nonstop videos and memes of dogs, babies, and all the happy things in life. So that's, I've been like sharing them on my IG just because I'm like, yeah, it's just a quarantine disruption, you know? Yeah, but it's like, that's what we need. We need that positivity. We need that light at the end of the tunnel that we're, you know, going towards. And hopefully we'll be there soon after we take these precautionary measures. It's really great to see all of these companies and restaurants and, you know, everything, the county, the city, the nation, the world really joining together. And I hope it reminds us that even when this passes, like, we together can get through anything. Really, It was really encouraging to see that China started sending ventilators to Italy and, you know, all these nations are helping each other out. And, you know, if we can do it on a smaller scale, which is like what Christine said, you know, bringing toilet paper and helping people out with groceries or bigger scale, seeing countries helping each other, like that is what is going to help us make it through. Not hate, yeah. not racism, not all of these things that are kind of just, you know, laying underneath the surface. It's that kindness and love that we need to show towards each other that is absolutely, absolutely critical at this point in time. Yeah. And I would really say as not only even just as a life coach, but someone who is in this myself, like if you do feel anger or frustration, you know, because a lot of these things are legitimately frustrating. Mm -hmm. If you find yourself getting triggered, and to be honest, being on lockdown, if you're living at home with family, I'm sure Regina can relate, you know, Ooh. it's like, there's a lot of triggers, you're around each other 24-7, oh, yeah. you know? So like, if you find those emotions coming up for you, that's totally okay. If anything, it's something to take note of. And there's something definitely behind that emotion that's more than just, oh, my mom said this to me right now, or like my work is being a jerk right now. There's underlying things that, you know, maybe right now you don't have to dig in deeper, but those are just things that are worth exploring in the future that really go to the heart and root of things of why you may act or feel the way that you do on an everyday basis or even just as a person. So that's just something I wanted to bring up that I know during especially like these critical times, there's a lot of triggering things. I mean, mm. same with me. What I do is I just notice it. Mm -hmm. I don't try to like, oh, you're not supposed to feel that way. It's just like, okay, you feel that way. That's just what it is. Those emotions are valid because you're feeling it. And then maybe at this time, write it down, just journal it, just like keep a diary of it of like, okay, I noticed that this was something I feel really upset about. What's going on there? Yeah, just wanted to put that out there. And this will pass. What we're just saying is just finding that right balance of not panicking, but also not taking it too lightly, mm -hmm. and taking care of your mental health, your emotional state, and whatever Regina and I can do to provide support, feel free to email us or DM us on IG. Yeah, we really want to provide like a network of support. It's it's a hard time. And if you feel alone or you feel, you know, anxious to reach out to your friends or you don't want to talk to your friends about it, like feel free to DM us. Like we're definitely here to give a lending shoulder at this very, very trying time. 
yeah we love to hear from you on like how you guys are holding up and what your situations are you don't even i mean i know a lot of you guys are international to mm-hmm. us international so like you know yeah. what's happening in your city how are you guys coping what does it look like over there are people panicking are people like singing outside their windows <laughs> you know <laughs> like let us know yeah wishing you guys all the best health mentally physically stay well we'll see you guys in two weeks yeah we release episodes every other week now so we will talk to you soon love you guys bye Bye.